Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, December 7th, 5.44 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures down a half cent at 6.36 and three quarters. January soybeans up five and a half at 14.60 and a half. March Chicago wheat up eight and three quarters at 7.37 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat up seven at 8.37. March spring wheat up two at 8.98. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Ratings and reviews are welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, subscribe, like, comment. All of that stuff will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Appreciate it as always. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central Time. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of, charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. I do a daily subscriber-only video that's part of this deal. Yesterday, I ran a whole bunch of commodity charts, like 15 different charts. Uh, There are some big picture trends occurring in the commodity complex right now that I think you need to be aware of. I ran some uh, specific grain charts like these 23 corn, no 23 soybeans, but also did some big picture stuff, uh, did energies, fuel, uh, stock market, all that stuff. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation, nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Soybean meal futures rallied sharply yesterday. Your nearby March 23 contract posted a fresh life of contract high, gained 3.6% yesterday. That's a monster day. A lot of people, myself included, would probably attribute this rally to threatening weather in Argentina. Drought has resulted in severe planting delays. Temperatures this week are going to be well above 100 degrees uh, almost every day in most key corn and soybean growing areas. The map on my screen here is expected maximum temperature today. Uh, 40 degrees Celsius is 104 degrees Fahrenheit, if my uh, math is correct. So it is going to be hot and mostly dry every day this week. Uh, soybean planting has been severely delayed in some areas of the country. Here's expected rainfall through the 16th. That's really pretty sparse. Your key soybean growing areas are in here. So some areas will catch rain, but a lot of areas won't. So I think this leads traders to believe that Argentina is in trouble. You're going to see uh, production estimates reduced. And why does that matter for meal in particular? Well, Argentina is the world's largest soybean meal exporter or is projected to be this year, typically is. Uh, Just for uh, reference, Argentina is projected to export 41% more meal than Brazil. And Brazil is the world's second largest meal exporter. So not only is Argentina the world's largest meal exporter, they are the largest meal exporter by a country mile. So this whole situation with Argentina, I think has helped to rally the soybean market and the meal market this week. To go to uh, U.S. weather, we've got some heavy rains across parts of the uh, Mid-South this morning. It's pissing down rain in my neighborhood here in Middle Tennessee this morning. Uh, But some of these rains have made their way over the southern areas of the Mississippi River Valley, which is helpful for your river situation. Uh, River levels at Memphis have risen more than 11 feet from the record low that was posted in October. So we're seeing some continued improvement there. And you're going to see additional improvement here. This weekend, uh, beginning like Friday, you're going to see some more accumulation across, say, the Iowa-Illinois border, uh, Missouri-Illinois border, down into this Tennessee, Kentucky, 
uh, Arkansas type area here. So these river levels should continue to improve. This is also a positive situation for drought, um, I mean, drought relief, and, and drought has been building across a lot of the Corn Belt uh, for months now. Where you will not see drought relief is in uh, the worst areas, uh, the most drought-stricken areas, which are you know Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, up in the South Dakota areas further west. Those areas are still going to remain mostly dry. Even your six to ten and eight to fourteen day maps are calling for above normal uh, precipitation or odds of above normal precipitation. So we're going to see some uh, better precipitation here, uh, which will will be helpful for a number of reasons. Bungie sees a large increase in U.S. renewable diesel capacity despite last week's EPA news. Bungie CEO Greg Heckman said yesterday that his company expects renewable diesel capacity at 5 billion gallons by 2024 versus 2 billion currently. The company says that it has not changed any of its plans after last week's EPA biofuel proposals were lower than expected. So I suppose that's good news. He made a couple of other interesting comments here that were on the uh, news wires. He said Bungie is pretty constructive on soy meal demand and that China may import soy meal long term. That's something I've discussed in a couple of recent videos, how, um, you know, with all this crush expansion in the United States, one of the issues is going to be a surplus of meal. Uh, they want to, you know, crush all these additional bushels of beans uh, for the bean oil, but you're going to have a lot of additional meal. So maybe China imports meal. Uh, he also said it's hard to imagine commodity demand can get worse in China due to its COVID zero policy. He said things are starting to improve. USDA reported two soybean flash sales yesterday. Uh, U.S. exporters sold 10 million bushels of soybeans to China for delivery during the current marketing year. An additional 9 million bushels reported to unknown destinations also for the current marketing year. So that daily total of nearly 19 million bushels is one of the largest we've seen in a while. Total U.S. soybean export commitments are the fourth best of the last 10 years seasonally. This year's book of sales is, is running like slightly ahead of last year. We've been mirroring last year's pace to a significant degree. USDA projects that U.S. soybean exports will decline by about 5% versus last year. We've got a crop report on Friday. This is the monthly crop production and WASD report. It'll be out Friday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. Traders expect slightly larger carryout estimates for U.S. corn, soybeans, and wheat versus last month. A lot of people expecting just some small downward demand revisions on the U.S. balance sheets. World-ending stocks for all three crops expected to be near flat versus last month, although you could see some adjustments to the South American production estimates. Traders, generally speaking, expecting slightly larger production estimates for the Brazilian corn and soybean crops and slightly smaller estimates for both crops in Argentina. I'll talk about this a little bit more here the next couple of days. The energy complex is very, very weak. So just this morning, we posted fresh one-year lows in crude oil and also in Arbob unleaded gasoline futures. Heating oil futures or uh, ultra-low sulfur diesel, they traded their lowest level in 11 months. So those three contracts, uh, crude oil, Arbob, and heating oil, they have done a total round trip. They're now trading below levels seen uh, when Russia, you know, prior to the Russia-Ukraine invasion. Um, commodity markets in general have been soft uh, a lot of commodities i'd say the vast majority of the stuff that i look at at least they've been trending lower since the spring or early summer there's a few exceptions cattle hogs soybean meal orange juice rice would be a few of them but a lot of this stuff has been very soft Traders are concerned about the possibility or probability of global recession. Uh, demand concerns seem to be the name of the game here. So this stuff is all in, in bear market territory or has been for the last you know six or seven months the way that I see it. 
Cattle market got beat up pretty good yesterday. Feeder cattle were also lower. Not really any cash trade to establish a trend here. And the outside markets, the uh, U.S. dollar is just a little bit lower. Stock market's off. The S&P's down 16. The Dow's down 80 points. Gold's up six bucks. Crude oil now higher. Was lower overnight, 74.34 in the uh, January WTI. Everybody have a great day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.